0: Welcome to the Relight Today podcast. I'm Dr. Alyssa Wright, chiropractor and certified functional medicine practitioner.
1: And I'm Dana Golbieski, licensed massage therapist and exercise physiologist. And we're here to be your guides on your journey to relight your fire.
0: Join us each week as we share tips and tricks to help you improve your health, mindset, and overall well-being. Thanks for stopping by. Enjoy.
1: Welcome to the Relight Today podcast. I'm Dana. And I'm Dr. Alyssa.
0: And this week, we are gonna talk about mealtime rituals. And, you know, we always think about eating healthy food, but there is so much more to eating than what actually you're putting into your body. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you have any any hiccups? Any? Uh-huh. Yeah, lots of hiccups around food. <laughs> So, Thanks for completing that thought. <laughs> yeah, so many
0: hiccups. Um, I am a chiropractor by day and I spend my days just in and out with patients. And I tend to not schedule myself any time to eat or to, you know, like use the bathroom. Those normal bodily functions, I don't, I don't schedule them in. I just go and go and go. And I've done this for so many years that all of a sudden it hit me like, oh, I'm skipping breakfast. I'm skipping lunch and I'm just drinking coffee until 4 p.m. So that way my appetite's suppressed and I just don't need to eat. Mm-hmm. That seems
1: like a really sustainable way of living.
0: Yeah, it leads to not wanting to work out, um, barely having enough energy to stay awake, and then binge eating dinner because mm. I'm starving. Sounds great. Yeah. 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 So that's my big hiccup is actually eating my meals.
1: I have a similar one. I'm a massage therapist. Um, And I would rather see my clients back to back to back and get out of work earlier than schedule lunchtime for myself, which is, you know, it's the same thing. It's just terrible. So I have approximately seven minutes to eat my lunch and I eat it and then I feel bloated and (laughs) like it's just an incomplete meal. I don't feel satisfied or satiated by it at all.
0: Yeah. And I usually feel a little tired after I have those binge meals Mm -hmm. because my system's like, what did you just do to me? You just threw a bunch of food at me. I wasn't ready for it. And then I want to take a nap.
1: Yep. Yeah. And another thing with food for me, um, I, I live alone. So a lot of my meals are spent, um, eating by myself at my dinner table. And sometimes I, I either eat it too fast because I just don't want to be sitting at the table alone or I'm eating in front of the TV. So I'm not even focused on what I'm doing or I'm reading a book and yeah, all these things that we can improve on.
0: Yeah. It's really interesting that both of us struggle with this when I know I grew up in an Italian family. Dana had Italian, Italian and
1: Polish Yep, and food was such a big part of life growing up every celebration was around food and my mother I don't know how she did it she had dinner on the table at 5 p.m every night be there or be square it was amazing
0: yeah that's my mom and she would make meal after meal after meal out of all of this thing I'm like what how how are you doing this how are you meal planning what is happening they're like magicians I don't know
1: how moms do it I think it just happens when you become a mom yeah because (laughs) who? shout out to all the moms yeah you're the real heroes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: so on that note, we're going to get into some of the nitty gritties around making that mealtime a priority. Uh, without fuel, you're just, you're going to run yourself on E. And if you don't have the fuel to heal, now you're looking at chronic illness. You're looking at catching, if you're one of those people that are like, oh yeah, I catch everything that comes around your immune
1: system is going to be crashed and you're not going to be able to recover as quickly. Mm -hmm. And it, there's been a long time that I've been like, I eat very well. I, I try to eat very well. I'm always thinking like, I don't think it's what I eat. It's how I eat, which keeps me like plateaued with fitness and everything and weight loss So the hows are super important.
0: Super important. So we're going to share our top four hows with you. And number one, so as the chiropractor, I love a little nervous system. And number one is to prep your nervous system for food. So there is a very cool cranial nerve called the vagus nerve. And its nickname is the wanderer Mm -hmm. because it goes everywhere and it lives up in the brain and makes it way its way down through all of your organs, just everywhere. And this is one of the big nerves that sets up your digestive system for, hey, it's time to eat. So you can wake up this
1: nerve before you eat. So cool. You have so many cool tips and tricks. Just a little science geek. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I ask you so many questions, like, well, what about this? And what about this? <laughs> Cause there's just, there's something for everything. It's so cool. Science geek. It happens. Yep. Call myself out on it. (laughs) So wake up
0: the vagus nerve. One is to sing before you eat, which is my personal favorite while I'm cooking. I'll throw on some usually Taylor Swift and just bust it out. Yeah, that's awesome. Two is to gargle a glass of water. So the key with the gargle is you want to gargle and try to use the muscles as far back in your throat as you can get to Mm. without
1: choking. Key. (laughs) Please don't choke. Then you can't eat the food.
0: (laughs) So those two are the more popular ones. The third one is you can try gagging yourself. It does the same thing as the gargling. Um, Not a big recommendation because that just doesn't feel great.
1: Yeah. I would stick with singing. Yeah. It's my go-to. That's a good one. Yep. Which leads us to the second tip is prepping your space. So this year I have really been focused on making my meals because sometimes when I get home from work, I just pull whatever out of the refrigerator and throw it on a plate and eat it. And it's very mindless, um, or I just skip dinner altogether. So I've been trying to plan my meals better and make it fun instead of a chore. So I've been coming home from work, I light an incense, Turn all my lights on. Turn some music on that I can sing to. Prep my system to get the food in, and then I start cooking. And it's like when you when you go back home and your mom is cooking all those meals, and they're they're the good the good meals that bring you back, you know, yep, back the warm, to when you were a kid.
0: The warm you up from the inside yeah. out meals. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's because her the food is made with love, and you your body knows when it's made with love so if you put that love into cooking like being mindful with everything you're chopping and stirring and being very present with the whole process it just really rounds out the meal
0: yeah and another thing that this brought up right now is we always had to set the table growing up yeah And as an adult, like I never set the table. We're always grabbing stuff. So you can also prep that space by pulling out the candles and having a candle at meal and setting out the placemats and bringing out the fancy china and Mm -hmm. really making the most of that mealtime too.
1: Especially now, because I'm sure not a lot of us are going out to eat probably as often as we were (laughs) pre-pandemic. So why not make every night a special meal?
0: Every night, a date night. Every night, a special meal in. Yeah. Go ahead. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> Number three is to time out your meals. So I know when I was growing up, it was one of those things that when the street lights turned on, I best be home because dinner was going to be on the table. And my family, we had a set schedule of breakfast was at usually like six to get us all out the door on time. And then we had lunch, like schools made lunchtime for us. And then dinner was when the lights went out and we had these set schedules. And I know with my crazy life, I let all that go. Um, But that schedule is actually really, really important for your digestive system. So we prep our body, our little vagus nerve knows what's coming. We've put love into our food and then our body's ready to roll. And when we eat, it takes four to six hours for it to go all the way through the system. And so all the snacking and picking and the, I think of it as like being a little bird, just Mm -hmm. popping along and picking Mm -hmm. up the seeds as I find them. It actually restarts that process again.
1: So your system has a hard time going all the way through digestion. Mm. I have such a problem with snacking. I mean, when I'm hiking, a friend gave me the nickname of fruit snack because I just snack all the time. It's such a problem. Yeah. So
0: we gave you a really nice challenge and challenge ourselves to try three nutritious meals a day and at the same time and just see. It's not for everybody. I mean, for some people, snacking is the way. So this is, this is not an all or nothing, but something to try and mm-hmm. see if your body likes it or if your body doesn't like it.
1: Yeah. Awesome. So the fourth one, fourth tip is to be present with your food. Like Dr. Alyssa said, you prep your vagus nerve, you make the meal with love, and then you sit down, you set the table, Mm -hmm. and then you (laughs) sit down to enjoy your meal and really be present with your food. Um, I know for me, I, I have a habit of eating very, very quickly because we don't have much time in between our clients and patients. Yep. Um, so I, I set a timer. I challenge myself to 15 minutes to eat my meal. And I, I it's really work for me to look at the clock and slow down because I can just eat it in two minutes. Yep. And I did all of that prep to just eat it in two minutes. It's, it seems a little uh, not worth it. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, no. And it's like, it's not great for our system either.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Another science fun fact coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> Chewing your food is the very, very first step of digestion. That's where a ton of enzymes actually live in your mouth. So if you skip that part, you just made everything else downstream harder. Bummer. Yeah, not great.
1: Not great. Mm-hmm. What do you think about, um, like I said earlier, sometimes I'll um, I'll read while I'm eating. What do you think about that?
0: So. I tend to find that ultimately, when you're 100% present with your food, it's a different experience. With that being said, it's not an all or nothing game. And reading and not having electronics around to me is number one. Mm -hmm. So no cell phones at the dinner table, no watching TV while you're eating. But if you need
1: something to keep yourself occupied, I'd say a book's a great choice. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, it's better than sitting in front of the TV and eating your meal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just nice to kind of spend that time away from everything. We got a dog. (laughs) The dog came to visit. (laughs) (laughs) So those are our top four to just take all of that food that you're putting into your system and reorganizing it. So your system's ready to take it and fill yourself up with healthy foods. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So cool. Hope you enjoyed these tips. Let us know what you think. All right. And we'll. S- oh, wait, wait. Oh, forgot. Wait. <laughs> if there's any topics that you want to hear about um, or you find interesting, just let us know. Leave it in the comments. All right. Until next time. Bye bye. Thanks for stopping by. Love what you hear. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family.
0: If you're interested in learning more about what myself and Dana are up to, you can visit us at relighttoday.com and follow us on social media. See you next time.